Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, creative people, and welcome back to episode 51 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Wow, what a week it has been. We surpassed the 10,000 downloads in one day. Um, over on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. So I do want to give you guys a shout out. Thank you so much for the continued support of this show. It's continuing to grow and I'm just so thankful to have a great community like you guys willing to listen to me interview and talk to great creative people. I've got some amazing interviews lined up today. We are joined by Robbie from AFTV or Arsenal Fan TV. Uh, he chats just so genuinely about creating a channel with over 300,000 subscribers and a raving fan base. Next week, I do want to go ahead and put this little teaser out there. I am joined by none other than the YouTube guru, Roberto Blake from Create Awesome TV, uh, the Roberto Blake 2 YouTube channel. So if you know his work, be excited. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button to be notified whenever the episode 52 goes live a week from today which will be next Wednesday. So we've got some amazing things coming down the pipeline. I'm already beginning the recording process for our first ever YouTube Creators Hub Roundtable episode where I have a couple or maybe two or three multiple guests come on and talk about a single YouTube topic. So I'm excited about those as well. We've got some great mono episodes coming up with just me talking about a specific topic. So guys, the train is only going to get faster and the snowball is only going to get bigger. So I do want to thank you guys again for joining me each and every week for another wonderful episode of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I also want to shout out a couple of people over on iTunes. And remember, if you want me to give you a shout out on next week's episode, I do want to let you guys know you can do that by going over, leaving us a review over on iTunes, letting me know what you think of the show. Uh, feedback always helps me improve, whether it be positive or negative. I always want to know where I can improve and where the show can be better. We have one review this week coming in from Cody Bear and Pickles. He says, I love the podcast, Dusty. You have such a good mix of guests and everyone gives such helpful advice. He says, thanks for doing the podcast. It really has inspired me. I love reading reviews like that. I love being able to uh, impact people such as Cody and people like him who are willing and wanting to put in the effort to create an amazing YouTube channel. So guys, thank you so much for that. I also want to let you guys know that uh, I do need to give a little bit of a tidbit about some YouTube news that's come down the pipeline this week. YouTube is doing something that they're calling On The Rock. So if you go to YouTube Creators uh, blog, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, basically, it's going to be a new way to discover up and coming creators. If the creator has more than a thousand subscribers uh, threshold every single day, new talent uh, is constantly emerging, which is what YouTube says. Uh, it's going to be a new tab. So like the trending tab on YouTube, there's going to be one who is going to be called on the rise. So it's going to be for new smaller creators uh, above 1000 subscribers. That's what you need to be eligible. So it's very, uh, you know, I guess you would say reasonable to expect someone to be able to get a thousand subscribers and you, my friends could be on the, on the rise YouTube tab. So strive to do that. I think everyone listening to this show right now can definitely be on the, on the rise tab in the near future. So guys, thank you so much. I'm not going to ramble on anymore. Let's jump into this week's conversation with Robin. 
All right, guys, welcome to this week's conversation. I am absolutely stoked to be joined today by Robbie Lyle from Arsenal Fan TV uh, over on YouTube. Uh, over 315,000 subscribers and going strong, over 167 million video views. Uh, he runs a YouTube channel, as I mentioned, called the Arsenal Fan TV YouTube channel, also known as AFTV, all about uh, the Arsenal football team in the Premier League over over there uh, across the pond is what I always like to call it. Robbie, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's a bit cold across the pond and it's a bit foggy today. <laughs> it's a little cold and a little foggy over there. Well, uh, weather, weather's been beautiful here. I don't know what's going on, but man, uh, we're supposedly supposed to be in winter right now, but it has been absolutely beautiful. Days in the 60s and 70s and no wind, but man, it's been wonderful. Now, I... Pr- must, must, be new, must be a new president. <laughs> must be, must be. You, hey, I'm not getting political on this show, Robbie. I, I, I know better than that. Uh, <laughs> so let's dive in a little bit. I am intrigued. I'm, I am super interested in to hear more about your channel. So maybe let my audience know a little bit more about you, Robbie, and how you started um, Arsenal FTV. Um, uh, basically, I'm an Arsenal fan. So, so I'm a supporter of Arsenal Football Club and. I always just sort of thought to myself that there's no real voice for the fans of Arsenal Football Club. And Arsenal Football Club is like uh, probably the second biggest football club in the UK. It's the biggest club in London. And um, you'd always hear like, you know, football's obviously in the UK is, um, or soccer as you guys would call it, is massive over here. It's the number one sport. And the Premier League is the number one product. And you'd always hear from all the experts, the ex-players. You hear from uh, journalists, but you never, ever heard from the ordinary fans, which for me, they're the most important people because they're the people who invest their time, invest their money, invest their emotions in um, watching and following their clubs. So I, I, I just wanted to try and set something up that would give those fans you know, a voice. And we could hear from those fans after games and before games. And so that's basically, it was just a very simple concept. And uh, yeah, we just teamed up with a, um, a friend of mine who's like, a, he was a cameraman and um, good at editing. Um, we didn't have any equipment. We didn't have a camera. We had to borrow it. We borrowed a mic. We borrowed everything. We only had a laptop. That was the only thing we had. Um, and we just literally went outside um, a game and just started interviewing fans. I mean, I, I go to Arsenal um, every week. I'm a, I'm an Arsenal fan, as I said. So we just literally went outside there, started interviewing fans about what they thought about the game. And it's just grown from strength to strength. So just looking briefly at your channel, and I've watched a few of your videos, you do a great job on the microphone interviewing fans, and I think it's interesting that this technique has been so successful for you. I mean, you're uploading a ton of videos um, per week, and they're getting thousands of views. So maybe explain to my audience the the, the premise. And I know you mentioned it there briefly in your short bio, but uh, the premise of your videos, like you're going to the Arsenal games, and you're taking a microphone, and you have a cameraman, and you're just basically you're interviewing fans like you would be a sideline reporter for ESPN or for one of the bigger networks and you're just interviewing normal fans about what they think about the team and that match is that correct exactly I mean so basically what we do is after each game um, we we would do exactly that job but instead of interviewing what those outlets would traditionally call the so-called experts we're interviewing fans who we feel are experts because they're at every game as well so 
And as I said, we never used to hear from them. So basically, yeah, as soon as the game's finished, um, fans know that they can come up to us. And also what we what we do is um, we don't try to... Um, if some of the other outlets, they wouldn't put out what certain fans say. If it's anything controversial or anything like that, they may not broadcast it. But with us, we allow fans to express their free opinion on what they thought about the performance of the team. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different to what the traditional media have done, but that's kind of what we like doing here. We kind of like doing stuff that is a lot different to what people thought could work or what's worked in the past. And, um, yeah, we've been very successful with it. A lot of people are copying what we've done, and it's been great. Yeah, and some of these fans, Robbie, they get extremely raw with their comments <laughs> about their team. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct. I mean, listen, it's a very emotional sport, football. Um, people get very uh, emotional. We've had fans break down crying on videos. You know, we've had fans, we've had fans rant. We've had fans, you know, be so happy that they can hardly get the words out. But, you know, it's it, people relate to it because if you're a fan of that club or even the, the, the thing about the, the great thing about our channel is that loads and loads and loads of people from other clubs um, watch our content as well. And if you know football in um, the UK, it's very, very tribal. But we were looking at a, um, a stat the other day that said like 68% of the people who watch our content don't even subscribe. So and, and the reason that is, um, is because... It's so tribal over here that you might have a fan of, say, Tottenham Hotspur or Chelsea, which is de deadly rivals to Arsenal, who may not want to, to their friends, show that they subscribe, but they watch our content all the time. And for me, I always say to any YouTuber out there that, you know, because there's so much emphasis is put on subscribers and it's great to have lots of subscribers. We're very grateful to have them. But the most important thing is to get views. There's no point in having a zillion subscribers and nobody watches your content. Um, you've got to have people watching it. And I mean, we can have, we, we get like 10 million people watching our content per month. So, you know, that's, that's the most important thing. That's astonishing to me. And, you know, you, you've picked such a good topic and, and such a good niche. You know, you took something that you were extremely passionate about, Arsenal football, something that you were already a fan of, and you made it into kind of like a, a job, a semi-job. And we'll talk about the monetization process shortly. But I'm just cu I'm curious, Robbie, where has it gr how has it grown as far as like when you first started the channel up until now? Obviously, you've gotten bigger. You're getting more views. Uh, more people know who you are now. But from the beginning until now, um, I'm sure you've upgraded equipment and whatnot, but I mean, do people start uh, take you as kind of a legitimate source of news for the Arsenal team now? Yeah, well, they do. I mean, you know, we apart from interviewing fans outside the game, we do preview shows, we do review shows, we do all different shows around um, football. Um, we've done many a show with, um, you know, Sky and BT Sport and, you know, some of the networks up here that show it's, and loads of the, the newspaper media publications up here regularly use our content, I'd say, almost on a weekly basis. So, you know, it's it has come a long way. I mean, when we first started off, uh, both me and my partner in the business, we, we both worked full-time. We were working full-time jobs for the first um, two and a half years. We've been going for four years now. Um, in the end, it was just so much that we had to just go full-time. Um, we've recently um over the last about um well just before december we got an office now which is great because 
we've got a little studio in the office, whereas the studio used to be in the garage at my home. Um, and yeah, and it's just really, really, really growing and moving up. And we're, we're kind of, you know, we've been sitting down now and saying, right, we have to expand our, our team because the more you grow, the more you realize that people want content, like not even just, you know, they want it on a daily basis. They just want as much content as possible. And the thing is when you're covering a football club, things happen daily, you know, two, three things can happen daily news things and you have to be all over it. And then there's all the live features. And then of course, you know, with us, we're across loads of other platforms as well as YouTube. So it's been really busy, but as you sort of said earlier, when you're doing something, that's your passion. It's just brilliant. I mean, I, I wake up every day and I'm just thankful to God that, you know, I'm doing something that, I'm really enjoying, I'm making a little change out of it, you know, and it's great. I mean, it weren't always like that when we first started it, it was just me putting money in, my wife saying, what are you doing? But um, now, now it's, yeah, it's starting to grow a lot and it's really, really good. I love it. And speaking of the little bit of change that you are making now, let's talk about the business aspect of it. You know, you and your partner, uh, you told a great story there. I love stories. Stories to me are the greatest way to learn and seeing where people have been and where they are now. Maybe explain a little bit, how are you making money on this? How are you doing this full-time? Obviously, you're getting 10 million views per month, so, so you're, you're drawing some attention to your content. But what are ways that you're monetizing? I mean, are you charging these outlets uh, to use your content when they're using your content on broadcast? Or how are you making money with this stuff, Robbie? Well, there's various ways. I mean, various, the, the, the first obvious way is um, on YouTube. YouTube, one of the few platforms that you know share revenue with you. So... Um, if you start to get better numbers, um, you start to pick up a better revenue share from YouTube. Um, and then also there's like you can do deals with companies who may want to have their company associated with your content. And to be fit, to be honest, you can probably do better off of that sort of stuff even than you do with the YouTube monetization. And then as well, you can do things like start selling merchandise around it. So the more numbers you get, the more options become open to you where you can start to bring in an income. But I always said from the beginning, and I, and I still maintain this even to this day, and anybody who ever asked me about, you know, making money, I always say, listen, um, first of all, let it be your passion. Um, don't go into it with just money in mind. Go into it thinking to yourself, I just want to create really good content. I think if you do that and you're consistent with it, then the, the financial rewards will start to come. Um, but you first and foremost, it's very important that it's content first. And even and even when you're doing and you're starting to get a decent income, I still think content first because, you know, as long as you're making good content that people love, that people engage with, you know, people will always want to, you know, um, advertise with you or do partnerships with you and stuff like that. So, you know, content for me is still the key. I couldn't agree more. I think you have so much good advice. You've been doing it for, as you mentioned, four years now. You've been there. You've done that. You've made mistakes, as we all have as creators. Um, maybe explain the process a little bit of when someone wants to use your content for, I, I guess you would call it normal media, like on TV, how does that process work? I mean, do they have to contact you um, before they can use that clip? And how does that kind of exchange work between you and the media outlet? Yeah, well, you know what, that can be <laughs> that can be a gray area because 
you know, once you put your video on YouTube, um, people can share it, right? So I, how, we've got an approach that if a news outlet want to share our video, that's great. You know, so if they take the URL link and they share the video on their newspaper and they've got like millions of people who, you know, subscribe to their page or follow their page, that's brilliant because your the views are still coming back to you on the, on the YouTube page. However, if they start to take your stuff, and this has happened to us a lot, and then try to put it into their own players, where they then place their own ads on top, you then have to then get in contact with them and say to them, listen, there's a charge for that, because basically they're ripping off your content. They're, they're taking your content, placing it on their platform, placing their own ads on it, and making the money for themselves, and not sending anything back to you. And that's, that's wrong. And we've had to pull up quite a few big you know big outlets up here for doing that but i think once you sort of get onto them and make it clear that you know you know you won't tolerate that um they you'll find that they'll start to then talk to you and say all right maybe we could do a deal to get regular content off you and things like that so but yeah that is something you have to be watchful of because there are you know they they will try some of these outlets especially at first to just take content from you because they don't think you understand how it really works and how the terrain is. And they think that you should be just eternally grateful because they've put you onto a big platform. But that's only good if it's the URL links being shared, you know? And, and what I found, Robbie, is that people who work in normal media, people who've been doing that for so long, they're so set in their ways, they don't understand what we're doing online. They, they don't understand online video and YouTube. They're getting to where they do because they understand that it's going that way, um, that online video is going to be bigger than uh, you know normal broadcast media very, very soon. Um, and they understand that, and that scares them. My, my kids, they barely watch TV. They're always watching YouTube. They're always watching various different things. And, yeah, I mean, some, especially in sports, I think there's some other media outlets that get it, but in sports... Because sports is such a thing where rights are attached to sports, they just don't get it sometimes. Um, you know, they, they just don't get it. You know, I mean, they just don't get the fact that, you know, when a game's on, whether it be football or soccer, as you guys would call it, whether it be American football, whether it be basketball, you, you, can, see, you can watch people watching those games. Say if you went to somebody's house and they'll watch the game on TV because the TV companies have got the rights to it. But when half time comes or when a quarter's up or when the game finishes, everybody's on their phones sharing content on social media. You know, the social media takes over. So, you know, and a lot of the outlets, they either don't get it or they're just cottoning onto it now. So it's a big opportunity for creators to um, create something really special, you know, um, because you can do a lot of things that the big companies can't do. I 100% agree with that. Such good advice. Now, let me ask you this question, moving away from the business aspect of things a little bit. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? <laughs> um, maybe how hard it is, but then if they'd have told me, maybe I wouldn't have done, <laughs> I would have done it. Um, you know what, right? With us, we've kind of learned everything as we've gone along. Um, we didn't really have nobody to really ask because what we the thing that we did um nobody was doing it so that it was completely new so 
what we were getting all along the way was just people saying to us, I ain't going to work. No, don't do it. Even people, I remember even one time at YouTube, there was a, a guy there and I'm not going to say his name. And he said to us, he goes, ah, uh, it's a decent concept that you guys have got, but you'll be lucky to get 10,000 subscribers. That's what he told us. Right. And you know, just because it hadn't been done before, nobody had done what we were doing before or nobody. And they were just, everybody, we had no advice. We had nobody. So we've kind of, as we've gone along, we've made it up. <laughs> and, you know, some of it's worked, some of it hasn't. So we're kind of not the conventional YouTube channel. But I think that's great. And I think um, I'd advise that to other people looking to get into it. Try new things. Try other things. Don't always just copy or go with what everybody else has done. You know, there's YouTube is quite a new concepts only been going for about 10 years or there's just so many other things or so many new things and new ideas out there to be explored and you know don't just look at everybody out there and just seek to copy every last thing they do i mean you know you can look at what they do and you can take things from them but really have a think about how you can do something special and you know, we didn't really, as I said, we didn't really get much advice. We've learned a lot of it as we've gone along. But I kind of think that's been a bit of a blessing for us because it's meant that our work rate is really good. And it's meant that we become problem solvers. We're always trying to come up with new ideas. We're always trying to think of ways in which we can do things differently. And, and that's really benefited us. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. Now, let's talk about the process a little bit of making these videos. I'm a nerd. I love technology. I love figuring out the different tech that people are using, hardware, software. So how are you guys doing these videos now? I'm sure it's uh, changed from the beginning until now, obviously, because you guys have grown, and I'm sure you've purchased new equipment. But now when you go out to the games, how are you recording and producing these videos? Right, well... You know, the thing about, I'm not a techie guy, by the way. I'm, I'm my, my techie guy, my techie guy's sitting opposite me and he's laughing his head off at the moment, right? But, um, yeah, you know what? The thing about Arsenal Fan TV is all about speed and it's all about getting videos up very quickly, which, again, is a lot different to many other channels because you'll have other channels, they'll record stuff and they'll come back and they may spend a couple of days editing and this. We can't really do that because... When you're talking about subject matter, um, about football, which is a very current thing, after the game, people want to find out what's happening straight away. So, you know, we've sort of developed a way in which we can um, record the videos, um, edit them there, out on the roads, upload them on the roads. And uh, we've done that using, like, um, you know, the available technology that's out there, that, like things like dongles, and things like that. But it's all about speed for us. And it's all about getting videos up quick. And with what we do, basically, you've only got one shot. You know, if you get it wrong, you know, and we've got it wrong before in the past, it happens. But if you get it wrong, if your camera's out of focus, if your mic's not right, if you're, if you're, you know, anything like that, then that's it. It's too bad. When you put that out, the videos are out there. You can't go back two hours later and say, can we record it again? Everyone's gone home. So for us, preparation is the key. And using equipment that's very flexible, using equipment that's very robust, that you know that once you put it on certain settings, you know, it, 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 will, it will be good. You know, so 
using good equipment, using portable equipment as well, because we're always on the road. So stuff that's very portable, stuff that's very easy to use. And as I said, keeping it simple. And that's sort of our concept um, when it comes to filming stuff. And it's nice that in your case, you have someone who can help help you with that. You have a partner who knows all of that stuff and you can focus on what you're good at and they can focus on what they're good at. So sometimes it's good to collaborate with people and understand that as creators, uh, we will have strengths and weaknesses and we need to focus on the things that we're good at. Now, in in closing of this interview, Robbie, what is next for your YouTube channel? Where are you guys looking to move forward? I mean, you've already surpassed 300K subscribers. You're getting millions of views per day, per month. What are you guys looking to do going forward to grow and continue to evolve the channel? Well, just, you know, we're, we're looking to expand our team because basically, as I said to you, it's basically a two-man team. Um, what we'd like to do is get more people involved so we can produce more content and grow more. We're looking to... Um, get people involved around the world. So we get so many um, different people who follow us from India, Africa, um, America, all over the world. So, you know, we're looking to get some of those people around the world more involved in what we're doing. And we're also looking to try and encourage and uh, try to help other people to start similar types of channels for their football team or their basketball team or their American football team. So we can kind of start a little movement with this thing where we can get you know, every one of these teams has like their own sort of fan TV. So, you know, we, we've got lots of very ambitious plans that will keep us very busy here. Um, So, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I love it. And Robbie, you have been such a pleasure to have on the show. What a great guest. So much value that you've brought today for my audience. Thank you so much for coming on today, spending these last tw- 20 minutes with me talking YouTube. Uh, let our audience know where to find you online. Okay, so it's, it's Arsenal Fan TV. Um, you know, just all you got to do is just put that in and you'll see lots of our videos coming up. We, we do videos every single day. We've got loads and loads of content. If you haven't seen us before, you know, have fun looking back on a load of the stuff we do and uh, follow Arsenal as well. Great football team. Absolutely. I highly recommend you go uh, check what Robbie and the team over there um, at AFTV are doing. I'll have a link to a video in the show notes as well as all of the links mentioned today in today's episode over on the YouTube Creators Hub website and show note page over on iTunes, Google Play, all of the good stuff where you're going to consume this podcast. And Robbie, we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as support us on Patreon for great perks such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.